malice is actually a prolonged anger that has not been cured. People who suffer from malice are people who have problems with unforgiveness. Malice makes you too heavy for rapture. You will be too, too heavy for rapture to carry because of malice. Sin is weight. Job chapter 31 from verse 28 to 30. Can we read together? This also were an iniquity to be punished by the judge. For I should have denied the God that is above. If I rejoice at the destruction of him that hates me. Let me give it to you in my translation. This will have been a great sin. And I would have been liable for punishment by God. If I had denied God by the following. One. Rejoicing at the destruction of them who hate me. Two. If I have lifted up myself with joy when evil happened to them. Three. Neither when I speak bad things or say causes about their lives. Do you understand it? Should I refresh it? This would have been a great sin and I would have been liable for punishment by God. And this will show that I'm denying God. If I do the following. That is I will be punished by God. And it will be a great sin to me. And I will be punished heavily by God. If I do the following. One. If I ever rejoice at the destruction of them that hate me. I will be punished by God. And it will be a great sin. Two. If I lift up myself with joy. How can someone lift up himself with joy? Yes. Have you done something like that before? Wow. So the Bible says this would have been a sin, a great sin before God. And I would have been punished by God if I have lifted up myself with joy when evil found my enemy. Neither when I suffer my mouth to sin by wishing a cost to their soul. Ephesians 4 verse 31. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Tell somebody, put it away from you. Alright. I'll be preaching today powerfully on what I call my problem with malice. Be seated everybody. Tell somebody I have problems with malice. Instead of you having problem with people, have problem with sin. In talking about the little foxes, we are intentionally dealing with some small, small, unnoticeable sin. Something you don't even have time to work on. You don't even think that there are things that can take you to hell. You don't even think that there are things that can deprive you of something. Those little, little things in your life that you don't really have any time for. You don't really have time to deal with the very, very small, small, minor, minor, small, small scene like that. Something that people don't suspend people for. When they said they want to suspend somebody, they will ask, what did he really do? Have you heard something like that before? In some disloyal churches, people will say, what did he really do? 
And they say he slept with somebody's wife. Say, is he the only person that has ever slept with somebody's wife before? They say, ah, why they are suspending him is because uh, he has impregnated somebody. They say, is that the only sin? Is that the only... When you find yourself among people like that, run away. Alright, so, there are small, small, minor, minor sin that appears unnoticeable. You don't even notice it. If they even say they want to suspend a sister in church and they ask what happened and they said she was angry when they said they were doing choir rehearsals and she angrily left the place they told her to sing also so she stood up and said she cannot sing she's not in the mood and they said if you cannot sing stand she said if they don't want me to sit down in this choir i will go out too. and they said then go out now and she just speak at this and go out in our church People may not even see anything there. Is that why the person is suspended? What is there? Just walking out? In fact, even when she walked out, her spirit was still there. (laughs) Anger is a sin. Anger is a sin before God. And it should be treated as a sin. Anger is a sin. So all these ones that you keep talking about anger and you say, I don't know, my heart be my, I get big heart. No, we may do my, my mama get big heart. My grandmama get big heart. My papa get big heart. I don't even talk about my grandfather. That one, her biggest heart. Get. It's not something you should add on your CV because it won't give you any job. If you have a big heart, go and sell it and buy the hearts of Christ. With all your big hearts, where then they employ people, where get big hearts? Most times, see, your problem is pride. Very, very many, many things that can really destroy somebody. And we call them little foxes. The unnoticeable scene that is really making you not balance. Sometimes I just see somebody who dresses very nice and neat. Have you seen somebody who dresses nice before and you feel like talking to the person? Just feel like getting into a conversation. You don't know that the person is not cultured enough to talk to human beings. She is not cultured enough to talk to human beings. She has been trained all her life in her village to talk to people like when they say, please, uh, hello, Sogodo. That's how she was cultured to talk. Have you met people like that in your life? If you go to Lagos, you find them on the street. You ask someone, please, where is Sogodo? So, even you ask the person for two times, it's like, it's like Lagos is a place for anger. Everybody, they are angry with life, angry with everything. Just see somebody shout, oh! and they are speaking what you don't even understand. The church is a place where people are cultured, framed. That's why people keep calling us and asking us if there are people they can come here and marry. And I will ask, do you even know anybody? He said, no, 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 no. But we trust what you preach. That somebody who stays under you can be able to be a little bit cultured. That's what they think. They don't know that you have refused to be cultured by the words. That's why we are preaching on little foxes. Little, little things that can spoil somebody. Little, little things that removes your mark. If you read a whole essay writing, and then you can write an essay, and you feel book. When they are marking it, you now see that you are now owing the neko some mark. They have to now look at either your chemistry or whatever and remove some mark and fix for the English that you owe because Every small thing minus two, minus two. Circle, circle. Some place you should have used capital. You use small. Circle it. 
all those circles, circle, minus two, minus two, minus two, minus two, for something that was supposed to be about 70 marks, or maybe 30 marks for that essay writing. Minus two, minus two, minus two. By the time you now have 52 minus two, what are you owing the school? So the same thing is with little, little foxes. Because the big one may actually be the number you did not answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Number five, that was five marks. You didn't answer it. So that can be like the big, big fox. But what about the small, small fox of minus two, minus two, minus two, minus two? Did you really answer it? In fact, you did it two pages. And you even collected extra this thing. You don't know that the more extra you write, the more minus two you have. So, the little, little foxes are small, small minus in your life that God wants to fix. One of it that we want to emphasize on is malice. I'm not talking about malice. I mean malice. Malice is when you have anger or sort of a revenge in your heart towards somebody, maybe because of who the person is or what the person did to you. You now have a sort of anger in your heart, a feeling of revenge, a feeling of hurting somebody. You now feel like there would have been a knife in your hand for you to. It's actually a prolonged anger that has not been cured. It's actually a prolonged anger or a prolonged bitterness that has not been dealt with. When you cannot forgive somebody, you are going to move from anger or hot and put the person in the room of malice so that's what malice does malice makes you keep people in your heart wishing and hoping to deal with them hurt them kill them revenge them and wishing for a day that that will be possible i'm waiting for the day he will come in this school and ask me to borrow him money that's when i will remind him so when you do that you are on the malice platform. Do you understand what I'm saying? So anytime you're feeling hot, you're planning for revenge, wanting to hurt somebody, you are living in malice. You see how small malice is now? Nobody can really see somebody and tell the person you have malice because it's a thing of the heart. Maybe you spoil somebody's pain. And the person will talk to you for over 30 minutes. And you're now wondering, is it pain or viral? You don't even know that it's not the problem of that day. That it is accumulated and accumulated whatever. The day you did this, this other day you did this. So people who suffer from malice are people who have problems with unforgiveness. Somebody who has this problem will tell you things with death. So if you are here, you are always recording days of evil on the 15th day of September 2020 when we first came into this school, you did this to me. Not after that, but 45 days after that. 45 days, 2 hours after that, this is what you did to me. And after that, not just that, but this is what you did to my friend. When we knocked on the door the other day, you were very close. You did not want to open to us. I just want to tell you that I am not your class. And you keep listing and listing and listing and listing. It's a product of malice. And let me tell you, malice makes you too heavy for rapture. Malice makes you too heavy for rapture. So rapture, no matter how powerful it is, that it 
can resurrect somebody. The Bible talks about rapture and it says that when the wind of rapture takes place, when the trumpet sounds that people who were dead in Christ shall first rise up. People who are in this world will all be taken to the air. But even though rapture has the power to carry somebody that has died in Christ, the body had decayed, everything has melted. In fact, the bones have been disfigured and everything. Magon has eaten everything. Even though the rapture has power so much to pick somebody like that, form a new flesh and put on the person and carry the person to heaven, you will be too, too heavy for rapture to carry because of malice. Sin is wet. Sin is a very big wet. Malice. Somebody was writing something and said, how do you want to rest in peace when you did not live in peace? How do you want to rest in peace when you did not live in peace? You lived in anger with everybody you met. Everybody has a page in your diary for evil. When people hurt you, you don't write it in sand. You write it in stones. You cement it and gravel it and write it on the 15th day of November. He arrested my mother. Some people build their whole life and their career on malice. What do I mean? I mean somebody entering into army so that he will revenge the uncle who beats the mother when he was five. So he built his whole professional, whatever, his own career just to revenge. So what if before they now make you a soldier that your uncle die? You now start looking for his children to make the children pay for what they did not do. So malice is really one of the things that you must be able to deal with. From the small malice to the big one. All the small malice is the ones people say in my dialect. <laughs> if your mother has been saying that, your mother is suffering from malice. So what it means that all the small, small revenge. Now for this earth. Then they revenge them. Now they big, big ones. Where then they carry, give God, may God revenge. <laughs> what it means is that if a soldier beats you, you know you cannot beat the soldier. And even if you bring your mother, the soldier will bring the mother. That's a big one. So you hand it over to God. But if it is somebody that you can deal with, you deal with the person. <laughs> it is a product of malice. That makes people think like that. When we are children of God, we should be able to allow God to handle our case. We should be able to submit totally for God to always rule. Because God says, vengeance is mine. Have you heard that before? The Bible said, vengeance is mine. Says the Lord. And I will repay. So if God is saying, vengeance is his and he will repay. Why do you bother yourself over somebody who has done something bad to you? When you read Genesis chapter 12, you find the blessings that God has given to you. The blessing God has given to you is God is saying to you, I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. Don't find me on the road exchanging words with somebody. Or somebody is telling me, God punish you and I will stand and exchange. God punish you too. No, we don't have time for that. There are better ways to handle it. Can I teach you the better ways to handle it? The theory is I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. So when somebody tells you, God punish you, you smile and leave. 
Because I have discovered that if I tell somebody God punish you, though it's heavy, I'm an anointed man of God, it's heavy. God will actually punish the person. But it's not going to be as heavy as God telling the person, I punish you. Or I'll punish you. So God says, I'll curse those that curse you. You understand? Those people that say bad things against you, those people that curse you, I will curse them. It is now in my place as a pastor who has known how powerful God's cause is. If it is just Jesus passing by and he wanted to pluck something and eat and the thing have no fruit and he laid a curse and the next day when they wanted to go back for the same anakazo, the tree dried up. If God who did that should say to somebody, I punish you. It is now my place to tell God, please forgive the bag man for he did not know what he was doing. One, why should I not forgive somebody who laid curses on me? One, his curse does not even have power over me. Because the Bible said that costless causes will not stand. Do you know what is costless causes? The cause does not have reasons. You are innocent of the curse. You understand? You are innocent. It does not have power over you. I have to understand that these are the theory. If I did not do something bad and the person now lay curses on me, maybe I tell somebody from Mukam, drop me at Akbadin, and the person reach junction and say, uh, I go stop here. I no go reach Starlink. I said, Starlink no be Akbadin. He said, you go add 50 naira. I said, oh, God, carry me to Starlink, I beg. So the person now takes me to Starlink and I give the person 100 naira as we agreed. Take me to Akbadin, 100 naira. And the guy said, it's 150 that I would take. I now say, is this place not a pardon? He says, it's a pardon. He said, did I tell you, drop me as a pardon? He said, please, sir, if I had had 150, I would have told you 150 from the beginning. I have 100 naira for you. And the person now says, he will not be well with you. You understand? If madman, they talk. And you follow madman, they also talk. A madman has now had a convert. So they are now two mad people. So what happens is that when the person now start laying curses like that, I will just quietly leave. Because I understand the rules in curses. The rule is I'll curse those that curse you. So when you understand this, there's no point for malice. But since I am a better believer and I know that I am trying to be like Jesus. How many people are trying to be like Jesus here? I'm trying to be like Jesus. So if I keep quiet and leave, the person before he crosses the junction is killed because God said, I'll curse those that curse you. <laughs> One day we were in a vehicle. There was a young man I was with, a grown-up pastor. Then I was about 17 years of age. This guy was about 27 years. He was a pastor. He used to teach me about spiritual things. So we were going to somewhere together. And we were on a bike. And another guy was on a bike too. And there was flawed somewhere. The guy on the other side drove and passed and splashed us the water on another bike. And I was angry. You know when you have the anointing newly and you don't know what to do with it. You feel like killing all your uncles and your aunties who did not want your mother to marry your father. I was angry and I said, you splashed that thing on us. Hey, Laba, she called that. So I wanted to, and the guy told me, don't say that. If 
God opens your eyes for you to see how many soldiers are walking with you waiting for you to say something. And by the time he told me that that guy's vehicle offed in the middle of the flood. I mean the flood where you can stop somebody here. Him and his cover shoe with his suit and the young man told me, have you seen what you've caused? You should have forgiven him. So I felt so sad. So since I'm trying to be like Jesus, when I see people do things and I know the one who will cause them, I tell him, Father, forgive them for they do not what they are doing. Do you understand? There was a lecturer who failed me in school many years ago. I finished the university about 2014. From 2014 to now, how many years is that? That should be about seven years. The lecturer failed me as a 2012 year. And I was so angry. That's when the anointing was still boiling new. I was so angry. I was angry. And I wanted to speak. When somebody always says, it's because of the anointing of one of my life. If I cause you, you are cursed. Tell the person to control his anointing. His anointing is not to inflame fire. His anointing is to be like Christ. With all the anointing that Jesus had, how many people did he curse? So, the man did something very bad. And I spoke something bad against the man. I said, the man failed me. Just because of something. I did not know number 3B. The B part. I didn't know number 3B. And I had written everything. So, I now wrote on the top of my script. My 3B is on the extra sheets. My 3B is on the extra sheet. But when I collected the extra sheet, I wrote 3B. That's why I don't be depressed about people that collect extra sheet. It's not all of them that have something to write on it. When I collected it, I did not have what to write on it. So I did not submit it. You understand? But since I did not submit it, the man went and checked, which he said is 3B is in the extra sheet. Where is it? And did not find it. So he did like minus 15. He was angry with me, did about minus 16. And there was one girl that used to walk very close to me. I've warned her many times. Stay away from me. You will just stand like this, explaining something for somebody, and she will come and jump and come and hold you. And this man was always looking for that. And the man thought I was having anything. See where I have downfall. So the man gave me E. It spoiled my result. I was so so angry. And these are top top people. If you go for remarking of script, you have now opened yourself up for everybody to see that you are a stubborn child. And get ready for problem and all of that. So, uh, I spoke. I spoke. When I went back home, God said to me, what did you do? I said, I spoke as your servant. And God told me, come on, reverse it. I said, but he did something bad to me. And God told me, will you remember what he did 10 years from now? I said, no. He said, what he is doing now? If you see him on the road 10 years from now, and you want to check him, will you remember the thing again? All your senior students that used to flock you, when you see them now, what do you do? Hello, how far? Devo, Devo, how far? That you've been to flock me for school. That you've been to flock me for school. That. Thank God, say university, not there like that, for flock you too. You just forgive and move on. How many of you have your senior student become a junior student in the university? <laughs> say that. If they say that, maybe SP for this university, I for flock you, Devo. Devil, you lashed me that day. Eh? So the thing is that there are some things that don't mean anything to you after some time. 
Putting somebody who did not give you indomie when you were in secondary school in your heart. Putting somebody who did not give you this in your heart. When God has greater blessings and greater blessings for you in future. So, I forgave the man. So God, well, there's no problem. Forgive Dr. Francis. Let him go. Forgive Dr. Francis. So let him go. So that they will not say it. Go. So just last year, I heard that Dr. Francis has cancer. So I started saying, God, thank you that I didn't lay any curses on him. And I started praying for his recovery. Do you understand what I'm saying? So malice is one of the sins that the devil puts in you for you to look like him. Malice is one of those sins that the devil puts in you for you to look exactly like him. Because the devil has an intention to do hurt, pain, harm to anybody that belongs to God. Or was even created by God in his image. He has that intention. He is not tired. He wants to do evil to such people. When you have malice, you look like the devil. That's what I'm trying to say. When you have malice, you look exactly like the devil. So, that place of the scripture where we read in Ephesians. Ephesians, Paul is saying, put away. Put it away. If malice is like your clothes, remove it, put it away. It says, put away malice. Put away. How many of you have clothes that you cannot really give to somebody? You have clothes that you cannot really gladly, excitefully give to somebody. Let me see your hand. In fact, if God tells you to give it to the person, you will tell God to confirm. How many people are like that? Do you have a clothes that you said, I can't give it to somebody because somebody gave it to me? That's why you cannot even preach Jesus to somebody. Because somebody preached and gave you Jesus. So you cannot also give to somebody. If somebody give me something, why wouldn't I give it to somebody else? They know they give somebody something where person gives somebody. What if all your life and all that you have is given to you by somebody? So you will not be a giver in your life. So, if malice is like that in your heart, it is something that you treasure so much you cannot give it to somebody. Please, the Bible says, put it away. Put it away. Whether you want bonam or bonam, but remove it. Don't be found with malice. If God comes on the last day and finds you with malice, you will not go to heaven. Malice. Some of our parents have taught us how to live in malice. I keep saying that very, very few stepmothers in this place are not witches. Some of the African parents have made their children to feel that every stepmother is a witch. That your witch stepmother. That your witch. They feel every stepmother is a witch. Not because the woman may be witch or not, so, but because malice, 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 malice. I don't know why it's sounding like malice or something. Or malice. Malice is very, very bad. He will make all your prayer points, your mother's prayer points to be targeted on your stepmother. All her songs, her worship songs in the bathroom is targeted towards the stepmother. All her worship songs. All, all her excitement. If, even if God does something for her. She say, oh, my enemies, oh, my enemies, it will really pain my enemies. Oh, God has blessed my child with a house, so let it really pain my enemy. What did concern enemy concern house? So those things are products of malice, bitterness, prolonged bitterness that has lasted for too long. Have you carried a wall clock before and battery that was inside the wall clock has stayed for too long? 
there and has started bringing out some rubbish and the thing has spoiled the whole place. That's what malice looks like. It's a prolonged bitterness. Unforgiveness gives birth to bitterness. Bitterness gives birth to malice. Malice gives birth to mother. When you find people plan and kill somebody, it's a product of bitterness. When you find something happen to somebody and you are so excited, <laughs> you are glad. You came and testified. You are forced to testify in church. I'm so glad oh, that God has finally does uh, his will. His will has taken place in my family. That What you are saying is that your uncle is dead. That's the testimony you have just given. I am so excited oh, that God has fulfilled his plans in my life. Something we have been praying for since 2007. I didn't know it was this morning by 6 a.m. that God was going to answer at the teaching hospital. Will you? He answered the prayer this morning. Though their children are trying to hide. But we have heard from some reliable source. <laughs> when you are doing like that, you are gradually nurtured to become a small witch or wizard. I'm closing with this portion of the Bible that I'm going to, because the things I'm, I'm teaching you may be different from what you feel. Don't even come to this church and say, ah, I'm so glad our father is so anointed. He said God was going to visit my family. And the moment he said that, two of my uncle died. So I said, may God take all this. It's not me. I don't do killing ministry. <laughs> and the reason is because of this portion of the Bible. Job chapter 31 verse 28 and 30. Job became so sick that he had to screen himself. And say, God, where have I offended you? Job became very sick that he had to screen himself. You know, it's just like somebody who's willing to he started screening himself and checking himself and tried to ask God, where have I offended you? He moved into the big, big foxes. That is the big, big sin. And after going around the big sin, I've not killed, I've not slept with somebody's wife, I've not done this, I've not done this. Not looking at the big, big sin. He now moved into the little, little foxes. Let me check my little, little foxes. And this is what he said. He said, Lord, I know that this is a very big sin that will make you punish me. And this will be that I deny the God that is above. Anytime you have malice in your heart, you are denying God. Denying God means that you have said that God does not have power. What do I mean? If somebody hurts you, like the illustration I gave to you of somebody laying curses on you and you have to lay curses on the person back or somebody do something to you, and you want to revenge the person, you are actually saying to God, God, you will not be able to revenge the person because you are not even alive. I will revenge the person by myself. So that's denying God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because God has said, vengeance belongs to me. So when you do not allow him to take vengeance of a thing, you've denied him. You are in your heart saying there's no God. So because there's no God, let me pay this guy back in the coin that he used in saving me. This is what Job started saying. He says, this will be a great punishment, a great sin, and I will be liable for punishment before the Lord if I rejoice at the destructions of those that hate me. If I day rejoice at the destruction of those that hate me. I mean, somebody hates me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? As in somebody hated you. Because malice is two types. Passive and active. Active malice is when you 
are planning to revenge the person for what the person has done to you. The passive one is that when you are now happy, it's not you that did it, but something happened, misfortune before the person, and excited about the person's misfortune. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you are happy about the misfortune of your brother, your sister, you are excited. Yes, he has seen what he wanted. Then you have also committed sin. So he said that this would be a very big sin before God. If I dare get happy over the destruction of them that hated me. That is to say, if something happened to my enemy, somebody that told my mother, you will never live in this compound. You will pack your load and go. Maybe your father died and one of your uncles said, I know you killed my brother. You will never and did all of that. And something happened to the man. And you are excited. Read your Bible very well. Upset. I know this will be a great sin. He calls it in And this will subject me to be punished by the judge. Who is the judge? God. That I will be punished by God. If I dare, if I dare rejoice at the downfall of them that hate me. This scripture hard well well. Do you understand? If I did, I want to pray prayer forgiveness for everybody right now. If you've ever rejoiced over the destruction of somebody that hated you, lift up your hand. My hand is lifted up. Father, I pray for forgiveness in the name of Jesus. The Bible calls it a sin subject to be punished by the judge. So sometimes you go to the presence of God and say, God, I don't come, I don't come. And may I check my list, may I check my list. I know I just want Rush, C, Angels, and other people like that. I know say my name, they book of life. There's no point to just check. Just check them, check them, check them. And God said, no, you are not my child. What do I do, active? I be witch? What do I do? I know. <laughs> my record not pure. Check them, check them. Is it Patrick Mbe? We have not seen it. Is it maybe surname first? Mbe. Patrick, Mbe, Patrick. Patrick, because for all my university days, now something first with the right. Maybe the angel they confuse. And God and said, we've checked. Patrick, what's your middle name? Liban. He said, if you've not checked, seen Patrick, check Liban. They check. We have checked the three names. It's not here. Put evangelist because now my Facebook name, my Facebook name, evangelist follow before this evangelist Patrick. So check, 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 check. Now you can see him. Now go see him. Make I help you. They look for him. You know now your work. Now go see him. And God said, I hope there is no malice in your heart. Oh, because one of the things that will hinder you from entering into my kingdom is malice. Why they leave big, big things when they talk about small, small malice? I don't overcome all the big, big sin. I know kill. I know do this. I know do this. I know do this. I am, in fact, I'm a pastor. I was inaugurated. <laughs> and ordained. I was laid hands on my father. Oh, Shabaya. And, and God said, let's check the book of malice. People were gets malice and malice gets them because then gets their book. They open. They say, why is your name coming up many, many times? Many, many times. Many, many times. Malice. They say, you have malice passive. You have malice active. You rejoice over the people. You rejoice over the destruction of the people that hated you. As in somebody hated you. Did not want you to survive. Hated you. In fact, they succeeded killing your mother. Killing your father. And all of a sudden, something bad happened to them. And you went and testified. God said, why did you testify? You're going to hell. I'm talking about little, little foxes. What did you celebrate? Sometimes when you see some churches that look like a shrine. You see somebody said, the prophet gave us stone. Seven stone. He said we should throw it. That seven people will fall. 
in our family. The seven Goliath in our family will fall. I threw the stone. Two have fallen. The five is still remaining. I came to say, praise the Lord. You are praising the devil. It's not God. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I ever rejoice over the destruction of them that hate me. If I ever rejoice over the destruction of them that hate me. That's why the words that keep coming from Jesus' mouth is, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. I said it that the hardest part of forgiveness is forgiving people who are not done hurting you. When Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they did not finish dealing with him. But even while they were dealing with him, he knew how severe God's hand is. If God, his, his eyes away from the wall, can make the world dark by three o'clock in the, in the afternoon, how much more him turning his eyes away from somebody? Every wicked person needs God's mercy. Do you know who God is? God is so severe in power. In fact, the Bible calls him the terrible one. It calls him the terrible one. That's why the Bible calls hell a place you wouldn't wish your worst enemy to go in there. Because when you now find somebody who afflicted you for two years and make you not to have admission for two years, being taken to hell, a place he will be afflicted forever, not with just anything, but inflicted by fire, by brimstone, maggots in his mouth, maggots everywhere, you will plead with God to change his mind that he did not know what he did. And the Bible also said, if I ever lifted up myself and said, yes, at their destruction, or I even opened my mouth to lay curses on them, I know this will be a big sin before me. So there are people that when they approach God, in their pains, they ask God, God, where did I hurt you? What did I do? I want to know what my problem is. That was the same thing Job did. I want to know what my problem is. What did I really do wrong? Because I've checked. This was Job. I've checked. I've never rejoiced over the destruction of them that hate me. I've never rejoiced over the destruction of them that hate me. Or lifted up myself with happiness when evil before them. I have not done that. So when you now see God said that Job is an upright man. These are his bases. These are his little, little things that makes him upright. Let's bow our heads, everybody. Wanted to think about those little foxes that the enemy wants to use and put you in hell. And when you think about those little foxes, tell God, please forgive me. I just have one minute to do that. Think about those little foxes that the enemy wants to use and manipulate your life. And tell God, please, I want you to forgive me. Forgive me of my little, little foxes. Forgive me of my little, little foxes. This is just you and God. So God, forgive me of my little foxes. I need you to just forgive me. Give me a heart like that of Christ. A heart that will look at somebody and tell the person, I've forgiven you. How many of us can be like Joseph? his enemies the brothers when he met the brothers he had the opportunity to kill all of them he told them I am Joseph the one you sold and when they were so afraid he told them don't worry about that don't worry about all the things you did to me don't worry I'm not going to pay you back you made it for evil but God has turned it for my good you meant it for me to die, but God has made me a king. 
in a strange land. You made me to be in prison, but God had made me to be a prime minister. How many of us can be like that? Can you help somebody who wouldn't help you? Can you bless somebody who wouldn't bless you? Can you help the children of somebody whose father refused to help you? Except you can do that, you are not a child of God. Can you feed people's children whose parents didn't want to feed you? If you can't do it, you are not a child of God. You think child of God is in your mouth? Child of God is in practical action. Ability to say the things that God would say and do the things the way God would do it. That's why we are praying to the Lord. Give me a heart like yours. Give me a heart like yours. Give me a heart like yours. I want to pray for special people here in this house this morning. I want to pray for people that want to say, Lord, I want you to accept me as your child. I want you to accept me as your child because I'm coming to you right now. Those are the people I want to pray for right now. Wherever you are, I just want you to lift your hand above your head. Lift your hands above your head. Tell Jesus, I want you to be my father. I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior today. I want you to take control over my life. I want you to take rulership over my life. I want to be governed by your power. Those are the ones I want to pray for right now. You can just lift your hands up and I'll pray for you. People who said, Lord, I'm sorry. I've been far away from you. I've not lived like your child. I want you to forgive me. I want to live like a child of God. Lift your hand up. I'm praying for you. Father, I pray for the hands lifted up. I pray for the hands lifted up. Please lift it up like you're not ashamed of your hands lifted up. I hope it's lifted up above your head. Father, I pray for the hands lifted up. I pray for forgiveness. I pray that you, Lord, change their hearts. I pray, Lord, that you walk on their heart, make them your children, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus because I know you have been saving them from problems. You have been fighting their battles. You have been doing all great things for them. But their attempt to fight it by themselves has made them sinners. And so, Lord, I said forgive. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus, everybody.